what we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Uh, hello. Good morning. Good morning. There you go. Junius, good morning. Oh, he doesn't have good his... Good morning. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll mute you. You are working on something right now. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely, may I say sexy, Kenston, North Carolina. May I say that? It's your show. Oh, okay. Very good. It, it is. It is. Yeah. I got to tell you, we got... Uh, you know, you're looking good there in your... Uh, your shorts and your uh, ECU shirt and uh, your Orioles it. hat. Appreciate it. And, and your full beard. Yeah, appreciate it. Well, there you go. Hey, uh, it is hump day. It's Wednesday, May the 10th in the year of the hump day. In the year of the Lord 2023. Kind of a sad day, though. It's not kind of a sad day. It is a it's, sad uh, day. And we're going to be talking about that here in a moment. But this is episode 856 of the brian hanks show presented by lenore community college stop that <laughs> he's talking to he's talking to nba young cat over there junius <laughs> okay it makes sense there you go <sighs> really that's that, the that's, name we name. that's, that's junius's name for him i didn't even make that up i Did heard him do? say that once i didn't know hey, pull, didn't your mic, pull your mic there a little bit closer to your mouth there. there you go you, dude you're a musician you know you gotta have the mic right there you know yeah, I know, I know. It's been a little while since I've been in the studio. So. There you go. Okay, well, I'll, I'll pull you back in here. Listen, uh, John Dawson, Jonathan Massey, they'll be joining me. Uh, I haven't decided yet. It's, it depends on how, how good we three do here in this first hour. Uh, we may have them here at the end of the first hour, and we may do it at the end of the second hour. We're going to play that one by, by, uh, by ear. Uh, you've already heard their voices. Uh, the two guys that are joining me live <laughs> and you might, might be picking up, uh, a cat meowing right now as he's trying to, uh, dig his way through the floor to get back into, uh, to the, to the love palace room, uh, where, uh, hot Linda is right now. No, I'm not saying <laughs> not reacting to that, nope. but, uh, I, I, there you go. I heard him again. Hey, uh, our first guest, he's sitting right across from me right now, feverishly working as he always does. He's a publisher, editor, and founder of the best dang local sports site in all the land. It's my good friend. And, uh, I can, I can call you my protege, right? I mean, that's, oh yeah, without question. Okay, good. I got, I, I love bragging on you and saying, Hey, who gave him his first shot in, uh, Kenston and Lenora County? It was this guy right here, but, uh, it's Junior Smith third of encmoments.com sitting across from me right now. You did a double last night. You, you drove down to deep run. You covered a softball game. You, you, uh, took that little Honda and averaged what about 89 miles an hour between uh deep run and wheat swamp and covered the North North baseball game last night. That's, that's right. Right. Hey, cops are listening. I don't wanna... <laughs> there you go. I was about to say, Brian's over here snitching on you, man. <laughs> 
Oh, anyway, but you did the double last night. You did South North softball and North North baseball in the first round of the NCHSAA uh, playoffs last night. We're going to talk about that. Man, we've got, I'm not even joking, guys. We've got so much to talk about. That's the first thing. Also joining me now, holding NBA Young Cat in his lap right now. I'm hoping he, he meows right in the mic right that now. That would just be awesome. Uh, squeeze his belly. He'll, he'll meow. I'm working on. Oh, there goes my phone. <laughs> uh, it's uh, the son of Kinston. He's the lesser half of Ms. Celeste. Yep. He's Mr. Sweet P himself. Yep. Is uh, Scott Whittington? How are you, Michael Scott Whittington? Is that right? No, no, I'm, I'm not the office character. Oh, that's right, that's right. Well, William I'm, Scott Whittington? No, no I'm really. I, I don't. You're gonna have to remind me. James Scott Whittington. James. Oh, like James Scott Farron. Yeah, that's all I got to remember. James Scott Whittington. Good morning, James Scott. Good morning. Good morning. It's good to have you in here, dude. And let me say this too: uh, in our second hour, I, I don't even have to. He's one of our favorite guests. I know he's one of your favorite people in the world, but he'll be joining us on the Spence Automotive Guest Line. He's the voice of Duke University baseball, Duke University women's basketball. He's a uh, regular on ESPN Plus and other regional sports entities. Our good friend Chris Edwards, and tell you what, man, that Duke University baseball team—they're. Uh, uh, not too shabby this year, are they? Uh, they're, they're picking up at the right time. They're hot at the right time. and uh, well, They're the second-best team in the ACC right mm-hmm. now, just right behind number one in the country. Did you see that? Wake yeah. Forest, number one in the country. Yep, saw that. Well, they're, they're good, though, right? Yeah, they, they are. Um, but my thing is I, I think I think somebody gets them um, in the postseason. I in the ACC tournament or in the ACC NCAA? tournament, NCAA regional before they get to Omaha, I feel like Wake Forest is that team that gets clipped. Well, there you go. Well, uh, I hope it's Virginia that clips them, clips them in both of them. Okay, how mm-hmm. my my Cavahoos kind of fell off a little bit, hadn't they? Yeah, but it's still projected to host, so we'll see. That is very important. So there you go, Junior Smith the third, Scott Whittington right here in my studio. I think we'll do a solid. Uh, I think we'll do a solid thirty thirty five minutes of the three of us. What do you think? That then works the, for me. Then do the birthday game at the end of this hour. Then uh, pull up Chris. Maybe get uh, Chris about five or ten minutes into the second hour and just go the rest of the way with him. What do you think? Scott? Ready, break. There you go. <laughs> I like it. There you go, man. I, you know, let's start with good news first. How about this? Good news first. Yeah. Our good friend, and I know he's a friend to everyone he meets, uh, Leo Lockhart, faithful listener to the show. Mm-hmm. I get a text from him two or three times a uh, two or three times a week while we're live on the air here. Uh, the NCHSAA, let me pull this up here because it is just great news. Named him an April Shining Star and Sprite Sprites and Stripes winner. Uh, Leo Lockhart from the Eastern Basketball Association, the East Carolina Baseball Association, just a, a, a great dude, man. I mean, I, I, I know I'm speaking for myself. I love some Leo Lockhart, just a, a Kinston basketball legend, a referee legend. You've refereed for him, mm-hmm. right? I've refereed for him and I uh, just understate. I'm not talking about you. You've never refereed. Have you? No. Well, one one time, like that that time that we did on the Northwest game. That's right. And we did a pretty do we did a pretty good job, didn't we? I will never do it again, but <laughs> remember we had uh didn't we have we had Perry Tindall and Chris Bradshaw in the audience while we were doing it and they were razzing us while we were calling the game. Remember that? Of course. Yeah. 
That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I've I've refereed a game in front of Perry Tindall before. I know how that is. <laughs> Ooh, Greg Clements sends me in a score for Hey, say hello to Mr. Clements. He's the one that calls you Sweet Pea. Hey. <laughs> there you go. Uh, how about this? Ryder beat Duke last night 2-1. to one. Yeah, he would send that in. <laughs> well, he's a state guy. You know he's going to. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, hey, state beat uh, state swept ECU, right? No, we split. Oh, you did split? We okay. split. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just need to move on. I do need to move on. Hey, I, you know what? I know he means a lot to you, Junius. I wanted you to say something about uh, Leo Lockhart and how proud you are of him of this uh, this uh, award that he received from the NCHSAA. Yeah, without question. I mean, the fact that Leo was able to, to get this, I mean, he's a great referee. He has showed it time and time again. He's one of those guys that were, he can handle multiple – Sports and I've got nothing but positive things to say about Leo Lockhart. It very well. Let me ask you this, Junius: How many times have you ever seen him just get upset? I mean, you see other referees that kind of lose their cool. They'll, you know, they they'll get caught up in emotion. The thing I like the most about him, Junius, and I mean this sincerely, dude, he's cool. You don't see him get upset. He's unflappable. You know what that means, John? Or John, I'm looking at <laughs> Scott. He's unflappable. That means he can't be flapped, okay? But uh, the, his, you've watched him your entire life, Scott. I mean, uh, send send, uh, send our dude some congratulations. Oh, yeah, this is big time for him. One of the good guys, uh, well-deserving of it. And it, I think it's funny. I, I want to share something about him real quick. Okay, please, please. Uh, we read the... Uh, I think two years ago now, we were at a pair of basketball game, and he had the game, and some fan behind the scores table is just yelling at him. Yeah. He comes over to the scores table to discuss something with the with the bookkeeper, and he looks up with the most serious face and just looks at the guy. I'll have you removed from this table. <laughs> oh, the guy was sitting at the table. <laughs> well, sitting directly behind the table. He yeah. said, I'll get you moved from, from over here, and I'll yeah. get you out of the gym. I mean, it just says. But it I bet he said it in the calmest. He just... said it in the calmest manner, <laughs> and, and and it was the next game as well. He had another problem out of fan. He said, "You zip it." I mean, just the <laughs> yeah, calmest let manner. Me, let me guess. The guy zipped it, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because he saw that he he he, he wasn't going to get Leo riled up, and that's what I like about Leo. Well, Leo Lockhart, uh, just a, a Kenston legend, and I've got to tell you. Uh, I, I can foresee him. It may not be in the next class in 2025, mm-hmm. but I'll bet you before this decade is out, he'll be in the Kinsella North County Sports Hall of Fame. What mm-hmm. do you think? For sure. I, I mean, see it. Yeah. I mean, not, I, listen, he was a star at Kinston High School in basketball, but all these awards and everything he's doing throughout the state, I can see Leo Lockhart being uh, an inductee into the uh, Kinsella North County Sports Hall of Fame. Can I tell you, you know, I, I know a member of that Sports Hall of Fame uh, steering committee. Well, you know, it's me. And uh, we're getting Junius on ju- the next – person that cycles off junius is coming on so uh you are still wanting to do it right junius, junius. oh yeah okay oh, yeah. <laughs> junius still working over there right no, now. no, no, no I, th- not... I thought you were talking to scott no 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 I-, I love it but uh so there you go that congratulations leo that's the positive thing that we want to talk about now uh the heart-wrenching heart-wrecking thing well, we get to talk about hur- hurricanes for a minute because this. Now nah, we're going to really get to that. Something. Well, we're going good news, bad or bad. Good news, bad news, good news. So let's. Uh, this is the you story. You like to play with my emotions. I do like to play with your emotions. I Come don't here. appreciate Let me this. No, Come over no, here. I'm gonna pull your no, heartstrings. No. Okay. Come here. I'm gonna pull your heartstrings. You ready? No. 
Now, this is actually very sad. Got to give, listen, got to give credit where credit is due. Now, I have talked about it here on the show about the rumors of uh, the uh, wood ducks being sold, nothing concrete, just things that I've heard. And uh, I, I hate to say that I was right, but listen, got to give Patrick Johnson on his afternoon show on 94.3, the game in Greenville announced it formally yesterday uh, a pair this is i'm reading straight from his uh facebook post a pair of separate independent sources tell him patrick johnson that diamond baseball holdings is planning on purchasing the down east wood ducks from the texas rangers the announcement is imminent and uh confirmed well i guess what henry hinton said on his show uh on talk of the town on the same station uh spartanburg south carolina is where the team is going to go and it could happen as early as 2026. Uh, and again, he reported all that. Pat, listen, he's been a guest here on the show, and anybody that's from Kinston knows Patrick Johnson. I mean, PJ, one of the good guys out there. And uh, again, breaking news uh, late yesterday afternoon about that. Again, uh, I, I've uh, tried. Well, how can I say this? Uh, I don't work for the Wood Ducks anymore. So, I mean, I'm independent of them. They are a sponsor on this show. But reached out to John Clemens and just no comment uh, right now. He really can't say anything until a press release comes out. But uh, just, I guess I'll start with you, Scott, on this one. You've lived here your, your whole life. Talk about playing, dude, talk about playing with your emotions. You remember the glory days of the Kinston Indians here. That's what you grew up in. You know the dark times when we lost baseball between 2012 and 2016. How hard uh, Bill Ellis and the folks worked to get baseball back in 2017 and uh, looks like uh, we'll be without a team again very, very soon, Scott. Yeah, like you said, I've been here before. You, you took the words out of my mouth. Um, been here before with it, and it sucks. Um, I was in the sixth grade when uh, K-Tribe left town, and I remember being a junior in high school and the Wood Ducks came back, and I said, we're, we're not going to go through this again. Wood Ducks are here to stay, this, that, the other. Boy, was I wrong. We just celebrated five seasons with the Down East Wood Ducks here in Kinston, and unfortunately we're not going to see ten seasons. Yep. Um, it sucks. Uh, oh, that's a good way to put it. I hadn't thought about this, that. This Scott. is terrible. Uh, well, here's – well, uh, Junius, I wanted your thoughts first. I mean, yeah. you got here in 2013, am I right, yes. or 2014? 2013. So you got here uh, during the desert time of pro baseball in Kinston, but then you lived through and helped report on – when the uh, uh, Wood Ducks came to Kinston, it just yeah, I, your thoughts on this whole this whole situation here, Junius? Sad to say, it's politics. I mean, when you think about it, everything goes goes to politics, and it hurts because I remember the excitement of the Wood Ducks, like not just here in Kinston, but I mean, like other people coming in. Like I remember taking a picture of like three guys who came from Iowa just to come watch it, watch a Wood Ducks game. I mean. It it definitely hurts, and it's one of those things where it's just like, man, I I, I never saw the Wood Ducks leaving. I mean, I know that you know they they had their their issues and everything financially, but you just there's certain things you don't expect. And like I, I sit back and I think about some of the stories that that I had. I mean, you know, going out to to Bowie's Creek to to watch them play and and win their first time. Oh my God! Remember how much fun that was? I think of you out there. I think of Coach Whitfield out there. Of you, Scott Clay was out there. Uh, your brother Clay, uh, your mom, Paul. Ariel Epstein, Paul. Yeah. I mean, we just had a blast out there. I mean, Brian North came out for some of it, and we just 
I don't know, guys. I, I guess I don't want to play the blame game here, but I guess I'm going to play the blame game a little bit, and I'll start with you, Junius. I mean, well, I tell you what, let me say, let me say what I think first about this whole situation. I guess the sad part of this is Kinston has proven we can't support pro baseball. And, I, and I'm pointing at everybody. I mean, I really am. I'm pointing at uh, fans who – I don't, I don't want to hear anybody cry over this. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, because guess what? If you're crying over this, I want to I want to see your season ticket stub, okay? And I mean that. You know I mean? Okay? You're sad that Pro – how many games a year did you come out to? There's, seven, there's six, between 65 and 70 games a year. How many games did you go to? Or if you didn't come to the game that you gave your tickets to so people would come out. Listen, this is all our fault. Our. And I'm saying not just the community. Listen, there are 27,000 people, or I'm sorry, 20,000 people live in Kenson. 57,000 people live in Lenora County. We've got, uh, what, a million to two million people live in this footprint of uh, the wood ducks between all the counties that surround us here. And we can't get more than 1,200 or 1,300 fans out of game to Granger Stadium, guys, this is everybody's fault. Kenston has officially proven we can't support pro baseball. So don't get mad at uh, the Down East Wood Ducks. Don't get mad at the Texas Rangers for selling the team. They're losing money. They're bleeding money here. We've got a city that won't support the Wood Ducks that we know when we signed this thing in 2017 or 2016, whenever it was, we had to keep the stadium up to minimum standards that Major League Baseball has for the team. We haven't done that. In fact, if we were to meet it right now, instead of piecemealing it the way we should have, and okay, hey, let's put aside 1.5, I don't even know, X amount of dollars. I don't know what the money is, Junius, but this city should have put aside money each year to keep us up to, to Major League Baseball standards. We would still have a team here in Kenston. So don't come at me with this BS of, oh, we love baseball and we're, you know, we're, we've supported as hard as we can. To hell you have. And this is to everybody. Like I said, it's to the city of Kenston. It's to Lenore County. It's to Pitt County, Craven County, Jones County, Green County, uh, Wayne County. Did I say Wayne County? You just did now. Yeah. It just, I'm done. You know, I mean, there are people that fall. I, I, you know who I feel worse for here, Junius and Scott? Bill Ellis, who yeah. worked his tail off. Tony Sears, who worked his tail off. Yep. Even to B.J. Murphy, who really worked hard to get a team back here. And then all the other people that worked hard. And, and what, what do we have to show for it now? You know, I guess we got a championship in 2017. Uh, I don't know, guys. I'm just I'm sick to my stomach about the whole thing. And... But I feel like I worked as hard as I could. I worked for the team for five years. And this first year that I didn't, I bought season tickets, guys, you know, to support this team. Someone's used my tickets just about every single game, even if I've been out of town. But I could have done more, you know. She's eating something underneath your uh, chair there. What is that? I don't know. Will you pick it up? It's right there. What is that? Uh, The paper. Right there, Dixon. What is that? She's eating. Here. Um, anyway, your retort there, Junius. Look, Kinston, the only thing that Kinston has been able to show that they can, they can keep is the barbecue festival in the news. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it's just like, I mean, I look at ENC moments. It is, it is difficult to even keep that going, to be honest. And it's one of those things where if I were to leave, then it's just like, 
everybody's gonna gonna be upset, but you didn't su- you didn't show support, and that's really how I'm looking at at this right here. I mean, the fact that you know, like you said, we couldn't get twelve hundred, thirteen hundred people on a regular day at the ballpark. I mean, there are times where you know we would I would come out there and it would be less than thousand, yeah. like be eight hundred, seven hundred, like. There were times where we could count the people in the stands. Well, and we had a good baseball team. Yeah. Well, uh, Scott, your final thoughts on it? it it's it's sad. You know, pe- people, like, like you said, people um, who say they, they were so happy to have the team back, so happy that they're here and we got to do what we can to keep them here. These people also – aren't showing up to games. I mean, I remember meeting someone about a year ago. No exaggeration. Meeting someone about a year ago. We're talking because he saw my hat, the Wood Ducks hat. He's like, oh, yeah, glad they're here. Support them. How are they doing? I said, they're fine right now. He's like, I just never been out to a game, but I'm, I'm glad they're here. We need to do what we can to keep them. Okay. Show up. I know. And, uh, you, you know, that a lot I want to say on it, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, again, I don't know what else to say other than that. Just, uh, again, if you're just joining us, uh, the Wood Ducks have been sold or on the verge of being sold to uh, a company named Diamond Baseball Holdings. They're going to be moved to Spartanburg, South Carolina. Uh, hey, uh, Leo uh, uh, peeks in here and tells me, last night's attendance, just to show you, 989. 9.89 on a Tuesday night. You've been away from for two weeks. The Wood Ducks have their first night back. There should have been 2,000 people there to welcome that team back and watch a game. And 989 people at the game. Keith Spence uh, chimes in and says, uh, the CPL, the Coastal Plains League, or Coastal Plain League, it's singular, the Coastal Plain League, uh, would be perfect for Kenson. You know what? He's probably right. You know I mean? They they feel good if they get a thousand people out to a CPL game, and you know what it, we would have, we, we're in the footprint of the CPL, so that that's what it, that's probably what we need to do is just get a CPL team, uh, and then we'll get our twelve or thirteen hundred people out of game to it, and you know it is what it is. I'm just again, my main thing is uh, I don't want to hear any crying. I don't want to hear anybody. Oh, uh, we're gonna miss the team unless you're one of the season. Unless you're Jim and Robin Godfrey who are at yeah. every single game, unless you are yeah. Zach Holcomb, who's at every single game, and his crew back there. Help me out here. Who's uh, Greg Clemens, Greg who's Clemens. at pretty much every single game. Those people, Scott Whittington, you know, then they can be sad, and they can be, you know, whatever. The employees, John Clemens, Janelle Fitch, uh, all the folks out there, Spice, McCormick, all the guys. You know what? They can be sad, but don't be a freaking person that goes to two games a year and – you know, and oh, poor us, we blah, blah, blah. You know what? I can't say what I want to say. Anyway, <coughs> again, want to give props to Patrick Johnson uh, on 94.3, the game in Greenville. Uh, he was the one that reported this first. Uh, he found his sources. He reported it first. Got to congratulate him for that. Don't you agree? Oh, yeah, without question. Yeah, it's, it, you and I being in the media, we respect the people who do it the right way. And, uh, again, lots of rumors been floating around. But it's official, uh, and it, this is Wood Ducks Wednesday. This might be Scott Whittington, the saddest Wood Ducks Wednesday ever, right? It's most disappointing. <sighs> anyway, 
Yep. Uh, Spence said it, and I, he just sent me this. Kinston had its chance, and they blew it. And guess what? I guess there's no better way to say it than that, right? Right. There you go. Okay. Uh, so that was good news, bad news. Now, good news. How about the Carolina Hurricanes last night? How about them? I uh, mean, God. Six to one victory for the Canes last night. They are now up three games to one in their second round series against the New Jersey Devils. And I got to give credit. Uh, it's one to one. And you know, BJ Davis, of course. BJ Davis and I start texting with each other about something. I don't even know what it was about. And in the 30 minutes that we're texting with each other, the Hurricanes score five goals. So we're taking credit for that. For okay. us. So, yes, we're going to be texting with each other every single game. Right, I was about to say, if BJ, you're listening right now. <laughs> BJ, I know how big of a Canes fan you are. you got to do this. Y'all have yep. to text uh, tomorrow night for about 30 minutes. Yes, we will. Uh, well, maybe, when, maybe not at the very beginning of the game because I don't want to test it like that, but maybe midway through the first period, going into the second period, something like that, I, you know – I will be texting with B.J. Davis tomorrow night, okay, because we need those goals. We I want to get this thing clinched tomorrow in Raleigh yeah. so we can just get ready for the next round because it looks like Florida is going to sweep it, their series with Toronto. Yeah, it does. And, God, you know, hats off to the Florida Panthers. They're playing great hockey at the right time. You swept the uh, President's Trophy winner. I mean, not swept. But beat them. Beat them in seven. Excuse me, yes. Yeah. You took care of the President's Trophy's winner, winner in seven on, on their home ice. Yeah. A, a team that made so much history this year uh, in, in the regular season. And I, I was so happy to see Boston go, but also seeing Florida do it, it's like, oh, all right. Because everyone had Florida <laughs> losing that series, either getting swept or losing in five. I never saw that series personally going six games. And for it to go seven and Florida win – mind-blowing um and then now toronto you know taking care of tampa bay in the first round so okay we're, we're gonna have a good matchup here second round toronto florida yeah okay um <laughs> it's not the case but i mean and i also wanted to touch on some you know there has not been a close game in this hurricanes devils um series game one hurricanes five to one game two six to one canes game three Devils eight to four. Although the Canes did rally in that game because they, they were did. down early and they got it all the way back to seven to four, I think before uh, mm-hmm. before New Jersey closed out. Go and ahead. Last night six to one. Seth, if you if you like blowouts, Hurricanes Devils the series for you. There you go. Uh, what do you think tomorrow night? Game five. Game five tomorrow night. Raleigh got to close it out. We didn't close it out. Um, game five last series. Got to do it this time. Want to get to the next round. Four two canes. I love it. I love it. So uh, congratulations again, the Carolina Hurricanes last night. And I gotta tell you, man, this has got a this has got the feel, man. It's got the feel. And it's I, got, I'm, I'm, I'm just course. telling you now, dude. I don't care if I have to sit up in the rafters with all the poor people. Uh, I'm one of those poor people. <laughs> I know I'm picking. You know how I like to say that, but I know. Uh, I'm if they make it to the Stanley Cup final, I'm there for a game. And I don't care. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I've I'm. I'm going to come out of pocket, okay? It may be, uh, who knows. I might have to sell your car, okay? Junius, he's talking to you. <laughs> I was talking nah, to you. Nah, no, 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 yeah. dude. There you go. But uh, I'm going to a Stanley Cup final game. I'm telling you, me and your mom, somehow we're getting in there. Even my, if, my bank account's already cussing me out over it. Oh, I know, dude. <sighs> I know. Me. 
So anyway, that's uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, let's talk ECU baseball for a second. They were scheduled. You all right? Yep. Did I just freak you out there? Was that uh, really co- coffee mug got into the mic. Oh, okay. And I it's all good. ECU, who has really been struggling of late. Uh, they've not been playing their, their best baseball of the season for sure, although they did have a uh, conference sweep this past weekend. They're 34-14 and 14 right now, 12-6 and six in the AAC. They travel to, listen, a good Old Dominion mm-hmm. team tonight uh, who is 30-17. and 17. Uh, they've got to start winning these, uh, mid game or these midweek games, Scott. They have to, and we have two big ones coming up, a giant, a, a solid old dominion team at their field. And then next week we have, or this coming weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then and next week we have a even bigger, I would say even bigger midweek game at home when we welcome in Campbell, who, who in the rankings is either right up right in front of us or right behind us. Mm-hmm. Two giant midweek games, a giant weekend series. In Memphis, I, or a, a home versus Memphis. Mm-hmm. So half some must-wins here um, if we want to keep our regional host um, hopes alive. Now, you just got to be one of the top 16 teams, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I think it's still possible. I mean, remember what happened? Well, they were an eight seed last year, right? Were they mm-hmm. an eight seed or a nine seed last year? I don't think unless they win the rest of the games this year, there's no way we even sniff that. I believe. I mean, because what RPI has us at, at us. RPI has you uh, has the Pirates at what twelve or thirteen or something like that. No, right now we're uh, right now we're in the mid twenties. Oh, really? Or actually, yeah. um, low twenty, like somewhere between twenty one and twenty four. That's where we're at right now. Molly. Over here licking the carpet. Anyway, uh, I was. But anyway, we need to sweep the rest of the way. Yes, and that that wouldn't hurt anything. And I think I love, that they, how, I love how you say we. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm well, so I proud. For hey, I just cashed a check yesterday from ECU. You work for so. them, and your your stepson <laughs> goes there. Yeah, yeah, yeah see, set it. <laughs> um, and also, when you said we were getting ready to talk ECU baseball, I said ah. Greg Clemens' favorite thing in the world. Oh, Greg Clemens <laughs> loves to talk ECU baseball. He loves the East Carolina sure. Pirates. He bleeds purple and gold. I'm, I, he's going to get me today now. Yeah, he definitely I'm probably is. about to get a text. I got one earlier. Well, there you go. Speaking, I did too. Speaking of the Wood Ducks, though, <laughs> so we'll see him at the Wood Ducks game. They play today. Is that all you got to say about ECU? Mm-hmm. Because, hi, any thoughts on that, Junius? No. The Pirates. Hey, that, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Go power. So. You didn't sound anything like Junius. I wasn't okay. trying to. Oh, okay. I thought you were. Okay. Uh, the Wood Ducks uh, win yesterday. Uh, they are now in first place all by themselves. How about that? Carolina League North, they are one game up on uh, the hated Carolina Mudcats. They're two games up on Delmarva, who they'll see next week. Three games up on Lynchburg. Uh, but uh, in first place all by themselves. So how about that? We get all that bad news yesterday about the Wood Ducks, and all they do is win, win, win no matter what. They've now won five straight games. They've won, uh, what, nine of their last 11, I believe. They are playing uh, some pretty doggone good baseball right now, guys. Junius? You know, it's a beautiful thing to hear, especially with everything that's going on. So I think they're just phasing it out and just just handling business. There you go, Uh, Scott. Yeah, you know, early in the year, we saw them get hot and go on a slump. And it's good to see them getting out of that slump, getting getting back into the rhythm. Um, you know, especially now, especially we're already halfway through the first half. So if, if you have a chance to clinch the first half, lock it down, lock your playoff spot down early, 
like we did in 2019, then go ahead and do it. There you go. Uh, exactly. Get this, get it knocked out right now. And they've got yesterday was the first game of a 12 game homestand. Now they've suffered. They've, they've struggled at home a little bit. They're three and six at home. That was only their third win at home all season yesterday or last night, but uh 13 and four on the road, Scott, yeah. that's, that's impressive. I yeah. mean, I don't care if you're low a double a major league you're 13 and four on the road that shows you're a pretty doggone good team so let's string some wins together here or uh uh mr clemens you obviously haven't been listening okay i've got to read what he just said i better not hear or see fingers pointed at dude staff for this bad news because they've worked their tails off he's absolutely right we've not said anything about this no no, I mean, no, not about like, the staff. It's not the staff's fault. It's Kinston's fault. We, we said that, Mr. Clemens. Goodness gracious, sir, you need to listen to the whole or to the whole show, not just a little bit of it. We, I agree wholeheartedly. John, and we said this, John and Janelle and Spice and all the folks out there have worked their tails off. When Wade was there, worked his tail off to uh, keep the team here. But you know what? We, we've talked enough about that. Let's talk about the baseball on the field. And uh, Downey Swoodduck's playing some good baseball right now. Okay. Uh, let me, I got to thank a couple of sponsors before we keep going any further. And the first one is Lenore Community College. For 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite uh, campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And uh, thank you so much, Richie Honeycutt, all the folks over at Lenore Community College for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. And I do need to mention this. Uh, you know, they uh, are going to the district uh, championship down in Palatka, Florida uh, this weekend. I had announced yesterday that it looked like I was going, well, not so fast, my friend. I am now not going to be going on that trip with them, but uh, we'll still be supporting uh, LCC. Uh, go to their uh Facebook page, there's a link. You can watch the game on your uh, on your mobile device, on your computer, however you want to this weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, Friday at 6 o'clock is game one. Saturday at 2 o'clock is game two. If necessary, game three will be played on Sunday at 1 o'clock. So I can tell you this. I know I will be attached to my device all weekend, and I guarantee you Scott Whittington will, and I bet you even Junius Smith III will be doing that yep. too, right? Yep. So let's support LCC as they're uh, trying to make their way to the College World Series in Enid, Oklahoma, later on this month. Uh, let's uh, talk a little prep. Golly, guys, we're up against the clock here. Let's talk a little uh, prep uh, sports here, prep playoffs, Junius. And you went to two games last night. This was awesome. You were in deep run for South North's 9 nothing win over West Bladen. Tell us a little bit about that game. South and Lord, they, they just jumped out early, and that was pretty much it. I mean, Callie Tindall on the mound did a phenomenal job. But this was a team, they played a West Bladen team that was uh, a, a very good team. I don't have the record right here in front of me, but were they like 17 and 6 or something crazy like that? Uh, or I think it was like and 15 six? and 7. Yeah, something like that. But still, this was a good team they played last night and had no trouble with them, did they? They didn't. But the thing about it is, West Bladen, they've only. They only had one mutual opponent, which is Midway, who South North is going to play in the next round. But South North defeated Midway, and 
West Bladen fell to him twice. There you go. And like you said, this Friday, I guess it's scheduled for Friday, South Lenore will be uh, traveling to Midway. Uh, Midway is 17-4 and four overall, but like Junius just said, one of those four losses came in deep run, uh, four to nothing. South Lenore beat Midway earlier this year on March 22nd, so uh, hopefully they would do that again. And again, uh, we had Madison Lee Harvey on the show yesterday, and uh, so congratulations to her. Congratulations to the Blue Devils. Uh, North of North saw its season end, though, and we're, talking, we're still in softball. Uh, they saw their season end to a 12-seeded Princeton, 10-5. to uh, Bobby Hatcher's team ends their fir- his first season there at 11-7, and seven, Junius. Yeah, this was the best season that North North's had since 2017, so it's one of those things where, yeah, it hurts, but they've got a lot of young components, so they'll be back. Very good. And then the final score of the night in our neck of the woods, Jones Sr., the 16th seed, defeated the 17th seed in Northwest Halifax 21-1. to they improved to 10 and 8. They will play uh, either number one Pamlico or number 32 Rocky Mount Academy on Friday. And neither one of those teams, uh, they played, they were supposed to play last night, but got rained out. Okay, baseball. Uh, the second game that you went to last night, Junius, was uh, North Lenore, uh, fourth seeded. North Lenore beat uh, 29th seeded James Keenan and got a little bit of revenge, too. Uh, North Lenore had lost to James Keenan earlier. They win that game 10 to nothing. Tell us a little bit about that game. All right, first off, I got it fixed on online, so okay. check it out on ENCMoments.com. But um, as far as the game, nothing more, they scored five runs in, in the third inning that really put everything together. Even though it was one of, one of those things where, yeah, they lost to James Keenan earlier in the season on 10-8, to eight, they were able to, to continue the offense. I love it. So uh, the Hawks move on to the second round, and they will be at home. They will take on either – Aiden Grifton or uh, Nash Central? Aiden Grifton's 13th seed. Nash Central's 20th seed. I guess they didn't get their game in last night. Right, so I'll be going to that game today. That is awesome. What time is that game tonight? 7 o'clock. And that'll be in Aiden, at Aiden Grifton. So I bet I bet you you might see some North and North coaches out there tonight. What do you think? I'm pretty sure I will. <laughs> I know you will. How about this? How about South Lenore goes on the road. 22nd seeded South Lenore, 13 Number 11 seed, Franklin Academy, two. So a 13-2 mercy rule win there for South and North. Now, we do need to say Franklin Academy went, came into the game with a 4-11 and record. So, I mean, that is what it is. But you know what? You took care of business when you needed to take care of business, and now you're on to the next round where they will travel to uh, six-seeded North Johnston Friday night. Hey, shout-out to South and North because it's one of those things where they have definitely improved as a team. It didn't matter who, they, who they're going up against. They show that they've got ability. There you go. So, uh, again, uh, North, North, South, North. How about Green Central? They win their 18th straight game in a row. Uh, they're the number two seed in uh, 2A. They beat number 31 seeded St. Paul's. A little bit closer game than I thought it might be. But, uh, hey, it doesn't matter if you win by three or if you win by 20. They went 4-1 to one over St. Paul's last night. They will take on either Southwest Onslow or Whiteville Friday in Snow Hill. Just this run Green Central's been on is just amazing, isn't it? The thing about Green Central is is all about pitching and defense. So the offense is is one of those things where, yeah, it it comes in spurts, but they're going to handle business on on the mound. I really think it'll be Southwest Onslow that they're going to face. And that just, we'll see. They play tonight in uh, in Jacksonville. That might be a little bit. Southwest Onslow led the East Central 2A all season long until the very last game of the of the season. I, that might be a tough game for the Rams. 
It's going to be interesting, to say the least. Okay, there you go. And then uh, Jones Sr., the number 21 seed against Goldsboro Rosewood. They didn't get played last night. They will play today there. Uh, Parrot Academy, uh, do we know, are they going to play Cary Christian or Wilmington Coastal Christian? Do we know yet? They're going to play on Thursday. But do we know which team they're playing yet? I don't know. It's not that big a deal. We'll get to that. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Parrot is 17-8 and eight right now. And I know you had something up about Bethel, too, right? Right, on um, Bethel, they'll, they'll play on Friday. Okay, there you go. So how about that? North of North, South of North, Parrot Academy, Bethel, all in, still in the state playoffs. And I think Bethel's in the Final Four, right? They are, so. Dude, this is insane. So uh, we, I, to say we've got some good baseball in Lenore County, I, that's kind of an understatement, isn't it? It really is, and, you know, it's a beautiful thing to see. Like, yeah, it's hassle on on a sports reporter, but you know what? It's still a beautiful thing to see. I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay. What do we not – and I have done no research, and I apologize for that. Do we have any soccer teams in the playoffs? Uh, the soccer standings won't come out until today. There you go. Thank you. I didn't know. So, uh, they'll announce that today, and we'll find out about that. And you got to think, I mean, South North ended up finishing third, right, in the conference, I think? I believe so. So, uh, they should probably get a playoff. They'll, they'll be on the road somewhere, I'm sure. Uh, I know North North finished fourth because they were playing for third place last week. Guys, we have done a lot of talk in 41 minutes here. Uh, if you're just joining us, I do want to announce, uh, say it again uh, about the uh, Wood Ducks. I know uh, – my phone, my messages, my DMs, everybody, was it just blew up last night. I woke up this morning because, you know, I tried to get to bed early since I got to do the show and everything. And uh, I had about 10 messages from eight or nine different people. Are you believing this? Is this true? It is true. Uh, according to Patrick Johnson, uh, who reported it first, and, I, you know, you and I were big about giving credit where credit is due, Junius. Oh, yeah. uh, when somebody reports something first, we expect them to do it for us when we report something first. I'm going to do it. Uh, but Patrick Johnson on his afternoon show yesterday, uh, just reading straight from his report, a pair of separate independent sources tell him that Diamond Baseball Holdings is planning on purchasing the Down East Wood Ducks from the Texas Rangers. The announcement is imminent. Confirms uh, what uh, Henry Hinton talked about on his show on Talk of the Town yesterday morning in Spartanburg, South Carolina, is where the team is going to end up. It could happen as early as 2026. And, uh, again, just heartbroken about the whole thing. But, uh, listen, Kent, uh, we'll, we'll just rounding up what uh, Junius and Scott and I said this morning uh, earlier on the show here, Kenston, we did this to ourselves. It's nobody's fault but our own. You know, if we had uh, worked harder and gone to games and bought more gear, you know, hey, cheapest tickets in the Carolina League, seriously, are right here at Granger Stadium. And, we can't support the team. I mean, so you know what? We've proven what's going to happen. Keith Spence sent me in a message earlier, and he's absolutely right that uh, you know maybe we'll be a perfect coastal plains league or coastal plain league t uh, team. I think we'll average our twelve to thirteen hundred a game, and baseball won't be nearly as good as as good as it is with uh, you know true minor league professionals, but. We'll, uh, Kenson just can't support a, a professional baseball team, Junior Smith III. You're right about that. Yeah. Scott Whittington. Yep. No, uh, no, I, I agree. Uh, yeah. And you're wearing your O's hat today. Why are you doing that? Uh, you know, let's play the birthday game. <laughs> <laughs> this is me putting Scott on the, yep. on the spot because isn't it, that team is playing the uh, Wood Ducks this, this week, uh, aren't they? From, well, hey, now it's time for the birthday game here on the Brian Hanks Show. <laughs> Take it away, John and Jonathan. There you go. So, uh, hey, Junius, thank you so much for joining me. 
No problem. Scott, thank you for joining me. The birthday game is going to bleed over a little bit into the second hour. And guess who we're going to have in the second hour, Scott? Chris Edwards. Chris Edwards from Duke. You're going to come in and talk to him a little bit? I might. There you go. Okay. Let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game, and we'll wrap up the first hour of today's show right after that. It's hump day. It's Wednesday, May the 10th in year of the Lord, 2023. It is now time to play the birthday game. Man, we've had some good birthday games so far this month here, John Dawson. You won yesterday 4-1. to one. You lead four days to three here in May, and 18 to 17 in birthdays. And you know what I think it is because I've been choosing just some great musical acts this uh this month don't you i mean dude don't don't look over at jonathan like i'm making a joke i have been choosing some great musical acts so far i mean in the last few days billy joel and blood sweat and tears and uh what uh, the reason i looked at him i was not disagreeing with what you were saying okay i thought i was gonna i was being set up for something horrible today no we've got three today but i'm telling you you like Didn't the first he have one? Chris Brown, NSYNC. <laughs> that Why was do a, you just remember the bad ones, dude? That, that was a valley. We've had some peak. That was a valley. He's been had. We've been up on the peak. We've also had Talking Heads and Van Halen. Okay, there you go. And Captain and Tennille. <laughs> <laughs> Harry S. Truman. Yeah, he. Oh he, yeah, he, his... he had some banging. He was spitting. Spitting mad rhymes. That's right. Yeah, there you go. Oh, it's hump day. Mike, 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 Mike. Mike, 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 Mike. Remember when I used to do that in the office all the time? I, 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 lo- I think about you. I love that commercial because I knew how much you loved it. I love it. Was, was it you that gave me the camel or was it Jennifer? It may have been that Schrader. Was Jennifer. Yeah, Schrader gave me the camel. I, I was starting to get tired of the commercial, but when I realized how much you liked it, I'm like, that and what's up. I, I yeah. couldn't stop doing what's up. I had to make myself stop. That was so fun to do. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, well, that was 15 always, years ago. The the Mike 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 thing. That was that always makes me think of Earl Keith. He did it too. We had you know Mike Baker that I was yeah. so fond yeah. of. Well, he would every Wednesday Earl would come into work. Mike 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 Mike. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, that's awesome. But it is hump day, gentlemen. Yes. And uh, you won yesterday, Jonathan Parrot Dawson. So you my friend get to tell us about our title sponsor goeco office automation goeco office automation that's helmed by jacques Passeleg, and that's a fancy word for a fancy dude and he's not fancy in like the superficial sense he's fancy because he knows what he's doing which is a rarity these days as we all know you go to a restaurant go to a gas station you come out you want to just walk in front of traffic because people don't know what they're doing but jacques Passeleg is the exception to that rule he knows what he's doing he knows how to take your business who could be is doing okay. You're keeping the lights on. You're supersizing your McDonald's once a month. He'll have you eating caviar out of a tin can by the end of the week. Back to you, Brian. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Massey. I don't even know where to go after that. That was really good. Yeah, yeah. You guys are getting good with you, and they're not reads. I mean, you guys are just pulling this off the top of your head. That's I mean, right. it's, it's pretty awesome. And we're pulling them from somewhere. There you go. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Massey, uh, you know how to get in touch with our good friend Jacques Passelet. Yeah, you you go to his house. It's uh, no, 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 no. Don't be sharing his address now. Uh, I forgot your address. I was about to give that out. Oh, God. <laughs> well, we always say Whitehall Drive, so. Uh, yeah, yeah was it fourteen fifteen? I don't remember. No, it's not. It's one with the drug dealer car in the carport. <laughs> God. <laughs> Dude, that's not a drug dealer car. Not anymore. It was. <laughs> God. Uh, it is. Uh, you can give. Jack you know, a I'm call. getting rid of it, right? 
I've heard tell of it, but I'll believe it when I see yeah, it. Yeah, it's hard for me to pull the trigger. I'm, I thought I was going to have to steal that Jeep. Yeah, well, I'm very brand loyal, John Dawson, you know. And but it's really got it's no joke. The man we're, buys we're aspirin with the Nike swoosh embedded in them. There you go. But it's getting harder and harder to get in and out of it because you know your butt basically drags the ground in that Mustang. Well, I know. think I said that the first time I got. I said this is like sitting in a luge with a motor on it. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. that phone number, Brian? I'm yeah. Asking. What's that phone number for GoEco Office Automation? It's two five two. Two five two two eight six two eight six five three five three five four five four. Or you can visit his website at goecoNC.com or whatisgoeco.com. You are indeed correct about that. Also, it's harder to get out because you're getting old. Yeah, that's true too. Okay, Donovan, Mellow Yellow. Just mad about saffron. Got that from two cymbal clicks, son. That was pretty impressive. Oh, he was born. Can we hear? Um, give me another one. Hurdy Gurdy Man. John. I'll, de- I'll defer to Massey. He's a big Donald uh, fan too. Shoot, what's the name of it? Uh, in the wind. Catch the wind. Catch the wind. Now prepare to. It's gonna take the mood down a little bit, but it's a good song. It's a fantastic song. I didn't know y'all were Donovan fans. Yes. This was used in Miami Vice, by the way. This was also used in uh, History of Line, or The Invention of Line. Do you know what his full name is? Donovan Leachovic something. Leachovic. You're very close. Yeah. Donovan Phillips Leach. There you go. To feel you wow. I would never have called this. Maybe you I could have got it, but Jonathan? I'm impressed. After I found out he was a Donovan fan, I obnoxiously tweeted him or messaged him Donovan songs to try for about two weeks. Let me know when we get I don't know this song, so let me know when we get to the chorus, okay? And I'll shut up and let you guys listen to it. This is the chorus. Oh. Too loud. Catch the wind. What's it about? He's about a girl. What's the, what year did this come out? I've got the year it came out. 67 or 8, maybe. I think it's 69. Oh, okay. 65. Oh, wow. Yeah, a little bit low, uh, earlier, actually. Okay, uh, Donovan uh, John Dawson, you get to go first. How old today is Donovan? You know you're a pretty good artist if you're known just by one name, and that's pretty impressive. Well, it was easier to remember Donovan than Donovan or whatever that was. Um, 78. You say 78, John Dawson. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 79. He was born May the 10th, 1946, so he's 77 today. So congratulations, uh, John Dawson. You get that? They used a Donovan song in um, in Goodfellas. It, it, the age of a, the something uh, Atlantis. And they're showing all the bodies in the cars when De Niro starts bumping them off because they're talking too much. Yeah. Okay. When, when this stuff came out, they were saying he was... They were comparing him to Bob Dylan, but I always liked Donovan. I thought he was more tuneful than Bob Dylan. Okay. I, think it, I know that's sacrilege, but I don't you, care. When I you like connect the fact that I also like John Prine, it makes more sense. 
Indeed, indeed. Okay, uh, here's our next one. It's uh, he, and I gotta tell you, man, I I love him. He's been a member of the SNL cast, Saturday Night Live cast since 2003, longer than anyone else in history. It's Keenan Thompson. I love Keenan Thompson. What's up with that? <laughs> What's up with that? Oh, Jason Segitz comes out and does the. That's the funny thing. part. Yeah. 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 But I think he's funny with all the bad ones that have come through well, in the last can, few years. The, the, the genius of a good SNL uh, cast member is they can take a mediocre sketch and elevate it. Yeah. And he's got that gift. Yeah. Uh, no, my favorite part of that bit mm-hmm. was Bill Hader as uh, Lindsey Buckingham. And he always gets bumped, but he's always mad. And he goes, Ah, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Made no sense, but I like it. Oh, come on, Lindsey. <laughs> <laughs> Keenan Thompson. I mean, you guys are fans too, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's one of those guys that got skinny for a while, and I think he was less funny when he got skinny. Now he's ballooned back out, and he's funnier than ever. I've watched a recent Saturday Night Live, and he doesn't do as much stuff as he used to, but every well, he time he comes in. he was off doing that sitcom for a while, so he probably only had limited. Was it good? Did you see it? It had no. Don Johnson in it. Yeah, yeah. I could. Don Johnson, could, who was in... Miami Vice. Yeah, you could probably t- you could tell from the commercial it wasn't uh, the last. You got to tell everybody about last week when you came by the house and we watched a little bit of Night Court. Oh yes. Oh, they've they've done a reboot of Night Court now. The original Night Court, one of the funniest sitcoms ever filmed, massive because it used to come on Thursday night. It was Cheers, Night Court, Cosby Show, Family Ties, St. Elsewhere, one of the greatest nights in TV history ever for years. Yeah. This reboot. We have said stuff on this show off the top of our head during this episode <laughs> that is thousand times funnier than that. I can't believe it's so bad. I can't believe it's stuck to film or digital or whatever they're using now. Was it not the worst? It was terrible. John Larroquette wasn't even funny. No. I watched. I accidentally stumbled across it somewhere, and the I new remember. One? Yes, and I remember thinking, "This is the crap that they thought was funny." I, because I, we tried, I, didn't we, John Dawson? The original was funny. Well, no, but we're talking See, about the new one. Yeah, I've never seen the original, so I just saw the new one, and I'm like, so I had nothing to go off of. This was my introduction to Night Court. Don't, I'm like, no, no, no. Like, then I started quite. I'm like, are they losing something? Like, have they have they forgotten things? Are they are they thinking well, it's a different show? I will, honest to God, say I went in, and I can't speak for you, John, but I can speak for me. I went in with an open mind. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, you know, because I love the first one. You're right. The first Night Court was hilarious, man, with Bull and uh, okay. with Harry, the judge. And yeah, he was obsessed with Mel Torme, and he Mel Torme <laughs> would pop up all the time. It, it was just, it was so funny and and understated. It wasn't like smack you across the face. You know, funny. I mean, I thought it was pretty understated and funny. We try. I tried to watch it. It was so bad. I was almost about. There wasn't even anything close to a chuckle. I would have been embarrassed to turn that script in as to for anything with my name on it. Well, you said the best thing about it, John. The reason part of it was just how edgy it was because John Larroquette was just a. Uh, he loved the ladies. He loved the ladies. That's and a good would do word. anything to get the ladies, and was always on the make for the ladies. Yeah. And, and said things back in the 80s that you probably can't say today, John Dawson. Like I said, they had the contest about how much raw tonnage would they handle before Night Court was over. And John Larroquette's character was behind by like 400 pounds, but there was only one case left. And this guy walked in. The three of us couldn't get our arms around him. And he said, sweet job of the hut, and hugged and kissed him. <laughs> you couldn't do that now. You can't make fun of 
anyway. No, no, you're right. We tried, and it was awful. It was awful. I went in thinking it was going to be awful. Well, and I, I, did I would have been happy to say no. It's funny, but it was it was abysmal. Yuck. So anyway, I don't know what any of that has to do with Keenan Thompson, other than the his. I tried to watch his. It show. came from because I saw the trailers for that show. And I'm like, this isn't gonna. You can you can see the jokes coming up the highway. Yeah. You can't make fun of anything anymore. But it had your boy Don Johnson in it, so I thought it was going to be good. I didn't. Oh, well. Uh, it was terrible. So anyway, Keenan Thompson, who is awesome on Saturday Night Live. Uh, now, I'm. I'm it, uh, if he got a sitcom, he got paid, so I'm glad Keenan yeah. got the money. Got good for him, but no, it was terrible. 44? You say 44, John Dawson. How old is Keenan Thompson today? 45. He was born May the 10th, 1978. Congratulations, John Dawson. He is indeed He was in the Fat Albert movie. He was. Hey, what was that Nickelodeon show that he was on? Uh, he was on a couple. He was on all that, but I think you're thinking of Keenan and Kel. Yeah. And that was pretty funny, wasn't it? Right. I mean, for I mean, Nickelodeon. For, yeah. Yeah. He's got this story. He went on Howard Stern. He's talking about how Bill Cosby was hitting on his mom during that movie. Oh, my Did she God. get tired? <laughs> Go well, ahead, Bill. Getting, you got to get a little sleek in the pillow. The ladies are getting kind of tired. <laughs> Keenan, you go practice. You rehearse your lines. Well, you lead two to nothing, uh, John Dawson. He's the lead singer of this band. I love this song. You won't like it. I, I'm pulling a John Dawson and picking a song that no one has probably ever heard of except for me and the uh, I don't pick songs no one's ever heard of. You you're a greatest hits guy. That's your Well, this is not. He's that's a lead your singer issue. He was born Paul David Hewson. But we know him better as Sonny Bono. Get out. <laughs> this is every breaking wave. This is more interesting than hearing where the, it's too loud. Oh, sorry. This is more interesting than hearing where the streets have no name for the thousandth time. This is uh, is awesome. It was off of uh, Songs of Innocence and saw him perform this at concert twice. You and I saw him perform this in St. Louis. So I love this song. It's When he does it live, I'm getting goosebumps even getting ready to say, oh, I got to tell y'all something too. This is awesome. Do you listen to uh, U2X radio? No. no. It's on Sirius XM. Wait a minute, you got to hear the chorus. This is beautiful. If you go your way and I go mine, are we so? Are we so helpless against the tide? See, I'd never heard this song, and I'm glad I've heard it. Really? I don't need to hear Desire ever again. This is such a good song. I'm going to pull you over to my side eventually. Yeah, I will do that with you, too. I don't know. Although there's nothing wrong with hearing acrobat time after time after time. (laughs) But that's not one that people play to death. They don't. That's true. Should be. Yeah, I agree. It should be. Anyway, U2X Radio uh, Channel uh, 32, I believe, on your Sirius XM dial. They have this thing called uh, The Five Songs I Desire Most. And they get listeners to DJ the five songs that they they desire most. No, I've got to do it. The person goes on the air and does it. You Mm -hmm. you record something and you send it in to U2X Radio, Mm -hmm. and then they play it. They tell you when they're going to play it. They play it like two or three times. We should all three do it because if one of us gets on and he doesn't, he'll shoot us. 
<laughs> It'd be like that year you won the serious columns, and I finished second to you that year. Because you told me to enter it. <laughs> I don't know if I've st- I've not yet forgiven you for that. You know you that, right? You told me to do it. I was well, following directions. you had great columns. You had great columns. That's why. I, obviously, I think I said pretty good. And if I remember, we had like 45 papers we were up against that year. They didn't have and a chance. you were number one. I was number two that year. But why couldn't it have been reversed? <sighs> Did I just blow your ears out? I'm sorry. But how about that? Then I'm going to be on U2X Radio on... Uh, you hope you are. Well, they said I've already got the confirmation back. Oh, I've so got they to pick out the songs. You. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've got to pick the songs out and get them to them. And, uh, tell, and you've got to tell little stories for each one of them. Well, send me the link. I would love to enter that. Because I'm going to... I'm, let's do mine first. In the You're end. already in. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I, I want them to play uh, Spanish Eyes. Okay, that's a good song. I'm gonna, I know one of my songs is going to be, you know, the song we danced to at my wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be one. I haven't decided. Acrobat obviously has to be one. That's one of my favorites. This might be. Love is Blindness. Oh, that was what our song that we danced to. At, well, I thought uh, it was All I Want Is You. No, 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 no. All I Want Is You is awesome, but no. Okay. All I Want Is, you know, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, just pick five songs. I mean, you like 80 of their songs. Just pick five. Well, I'm going to, anyway. And don't pick anything that's been played to death. Oh, no. I'm going to do Love is Blindness, definitely. Yeah. I'm going to do Acrobat. That's two. This is probably going to be one of them. I love this song, Every Breaking Wave. It's just, oh. I'm glad you played this because I, I, I sampled that album and couldn't stand it. Who's so. going to ride your wild horses? Doesn't really fit the mo with the rest of them. Yeah, but that might actually be a good thing. Well, y'all need to listen because you get to tell a story, you know, with each one of them. So that I, I can't with each one of the songs. They want you to do like a minute of or minute and a half, two minutes of stories before mm-hmm. each song. So, uh, so anyway, when I robbed my first liquor store, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got to give Daryl credit. You know, my brother Daryl uh, credit because he was the one that turned me on to you too. So I figured I'll probably do a song from Rattle and Hunt. Well, I'm definitely doing Love is Blindness. So, uh, anyway, dude, I'm just excited about it. How about that, dude? I'm going to be on do, YouTube uh, X Radio. I would do Party Girl. I like that one. Well, I'll send you the thing. It's uh, In fact, it's desire at SiriusXM.com. Okay. How about that? We're giving them free ads here, but hey, they're going to let me be on the air. So, that is very cool. So, today is all <laughs> What birthday about- are we on? Uh, this is the third it's birthday. It's Bono's birthday. It's Bono's birthday. Whose guess is it? You. This is a good song. 60. I think Jonathan knows this, so you better get it on the nose. Uh, 67. He's not 67. John Do- uh, Jonathan Massey. 66. What would be your real guess, though? 64. Uh, you're close. 63. He was born uh, May 10th, 1960. Oh, so okay. he's only 63 today. So it's two to one. For whatever oh. reason, I thought he was 10 years older than you, and I don't know why. Uh, Craig Hill. Craig Hill's exactly 10 years older than me. Yeah, uh, that's exactly. Um, when I confuse Bono for somebody, it's Craig Hill. <laughs> it's Craig Hill. I love it. Okay. Uh, well, one more few. Uh, one more. Can we do English here? One more uh, musical hint. It's a dead person. He was the bassist for this band and born John Simon Ritchie, but we know him better as Johnny Rot. He was the bassist for the band. Johnny. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious. 
Look at you over there, Jonathan Massey. Yep, Sid Vicious. He only, he only actually played on one song on the record. Dude, I deep dove into that. And you were at, yeah. And then they're not even sure that he did on that one. They think they overdubbed because he couldn't play. So anyway, this is uh, God yeah. Save the Queen by the Sex Pistols. Yeah, all these punk people. It's pure. It's, it's just as thrown together and put together as the monkeys. Except yeah. the monkeys had better songs. Thank you. There you go. Uh, man, I went down a. I bet I, I would have been done putting together the birthday game 20 minutes earlier, but I went into the whole. I read. I don't even know. Probably 10,000 words on Sid Vicious, man. Just can't believe there were that many. Well, he led quite the you know, idiotic he, life. Yeah, idiotic life. He died in 1979, Jonathan yeah. Massey. How old would Sid Vicious be if he were still alive today? Sixty-seven. You say sixty-seven. What do you say, John Dawson? Sixty-eight. He was born May the tenth, nineteen fifty-seven. So he would be sixty-six if he were still alive mm. today. So I knew he was like twenty-two, twenty-three, somewhere along there. Yeah. Really well, yeah, there you I go. don't know. Yeah, he was twenty-two. The, the fact this guy gets any kind of memorialization is just he was a piece of. Yeah, he was. He was. No musical tape. He was. <laughs> he, You know, one of the things I read was that, I mean, you know, they always talk about Sid and Nancy. He beat her. I mean, he, he savagely beat her a lot. Yeah. And uh, on top of it, pimped her out. Yeah, I never, I, I don't. He was a criminal. Yeah. Had no talent. Was a drug addict. Didn't actually play on the record. Was an abuser. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just great guy. Let's let's keep talking about how great he was. Just, oh, the Sex Pistols and Sid Vicious. Get out of here with that junk. Yeah, no, not yeah. yeah. You sound like you sound like your dad, John. Well, that's over the truth. If you read a rock and roll magazine around that time, that like they were the Messiah, and it was all fluff put together they, they were, nonsense. They were like a rock and roll air quotes. Bonnie and Clyde. That's all. That's all. That's probably how they viewed themselves, honestly. Well, how about we go from him to someone who, the if you were to talk about the polar opposite of Sid Vicious, he's known as the most popular music dancer of all time. No, it's not John Dawson. It's Fred Astaire, who died in 1987, who just personified class and dignity and uh, was just a. What's wrong? Did he do make him laugh? Can't remember. I know he was in Singing in the Rain. Yeah. I thought about pulling up a song by him, but he's mo known mostly as a dancer, so. Mm -hmm. You want me to pull up a Fred Astaire song? Nah, oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> Both of you are like, oh, no, don't worry about it. Uh, Fred Astaire over there. Oh, wait a minute. What's the score now? Who got uh, Sid Vicious? I did. So it's two to two. You were ahead two to nothing. He's now rallied back to make it two to two. Not like this, John. Not like when this. When did he die? Oh, he died in 1987. And when I was he born? You. He was born in... Ah! He almost got me there. You all right, John? My ears are just ringing now. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Fred Astaire, man. When you and I were coming up, obviously, he was too old for... I mean, he died in eight, 1987 when I graduated from high school. But uh, but I remember watching the old black and white movies at my grandma Hank's Fred house. And Fred and Ginger. Yep, Fred and Ginger. I mean... 107. You say 107... What do you say, Jonathan Massey? So he died. In, and he died in 1987. And you said 107, mm -hmm. 106. 
That surprised me. You go the other direction. No, he was born May the 10th, 1899. Good Lord. He'd be 124 today. So when he died in 1987, he was 88 years old, John Dawson. Mm, Rarip. Rarip, indeed. And you win today. That's right. How about that? You win today three to two. Uh, you now lead five days to three so far here in May. You know how April, we didn't have hardly any uh, birthdays because I took a vacation. You know, we only had, what, 14 days of birthdays, and we did one who sang it. We're going to have like 23 or 24 this month, which is insane. So good, good. good. Be a good check. Then. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, uh, local birthday here today, uh, Chris Wooten, uh, who graduated from Parrot Academy and played basketball over at Elon. Uh, today is his birthday, and I don't know what he's doing. He graduated last year. I don't know uh, if he – I know he was going on to get his master's, so uh, I, he may be finishing his master's now. But good kid. Had him here. He's been on this show a couple of times too. So uh, happy birthday to Chris. Happy birthday to Bono. Give me a Bono impression, John Dawson. I got you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would be a, I've got you under my skin. There you go. Well, I forget you. What about you, uh, Massey? Give me a Bono impression. Uh, I, I, I don't want to. I'm afraid I'd, I'd say something that would also offend you. I don't <laughs> well, want to do that. Let's not do that. It's a national holiday today, Bono's birthday. Listen, if today is your birthday, In like the Ireland. great Paul David Hewson, have a great day. We will see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And again, want to uh, thank uh, Jacques Passelet and GoEco Office Automation for sponsoring the birthday game. Yes, we are way over here in the first hour. Thank you again to Junior Smith III, Scott Winnington. Coming up, Chris Edwards, Duke University, in the second hour of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.